We're your hosts, Lizzie Kondravi and Brooke Volkert, and welcome to the All-American Dream Podcast. Let's get right to it. So today we have our very own Brooke Volkert. Brooke is an account executive at All-American Title Company. As many of you know, she's amazing. She works with many of our listeners and agents and loan officers all over the Twin Cities. She helps build their business, brings valuable introductions and connections to them, and as um. She is a social media guru, and one of the things that I admire her and want to learn more from her about is LinkedIn. So today, I have some questions for you, Brookie Cookie. Um, what makes you a LinkedIn expert? Yeah, well, thank you so much. I actually love the name guru. I'm going to like go with that from now on. <laughs> Put it on your business card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not to toot my own horn by any means. It's kind of a humble brag here, but um, I recently got into doing videos on LinkedIn because I heard Gary V talk about it, which I know we're all we're all fans. Very very gee, <laughs> Gary V here, <laughs> and um, I've done f- like about I think four videos, and I've gotten nearly twenty thousand views what? total on all of them. What? So like that's combined. It's like not per video. Okay, but still, still. Crazy. So how I mean, how did you do that? Do you have twenty thousand connections? So actually, like that's like probably the best part about LinkedIn is no, I don't have twenty thousand connections. I have about as of this morning, like twelve hundred connections. <laughs> and um I think that's by far like what makes LinkedIn like one of the best social media networks to invest in right now because I have more than 1,200 Facebook friends and I have more than 1,200 Instagram followers and I don't get nearly the amount of engagement as I do on my LinkedIn content. Okay. So explain this to me. So why as like a real estate professional, why is LinkedIn then better than Facebook and Instagram? Yeah. So I know like a lot of people, a lot of real estate professionals like to live on Facebook because that's where their clients live. Right. Right. And I would not stop doing Facebook. Okay. Um, but LinkedIn is basically where Facebook was like five to seven years ago. Now on Facebook, you have to pay to have people to see your content, yes. especially if you're a business. We've seen it on our own per- or all-American Facebook page. It's tricky. And on Instagram, only a fraction of your following sees your posts due to the algorithm. So you could have 10,000 followers on Instagram and be getting like 100 likes on your posts. Yes. I've noticed that. Yeah. I've noticed that too. Um, And LinkedIn, on the other hand, not only will you see your connections, like posts, but they'll see yours and then their connections will see your posts, especially if they're engaging on it. So if you are posting engaging content and then their connections, connections will see it. So it kind of spider webs out. So that's how you got the 20,000 views. Exactly. Okay. Makes sense. And so if you're really into video marketing or wanting to show homes or on, you know, video of like what the house looks like or anything like that, it's pretty brilliant to then put it on LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to kind of dive in deeper on like what content to be posting at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, So, so where should I start? How do I get going? How do I grow on LinkedIn? Help assist out. Yes. Okay. So first step. So there's like three things that are essential to getting started on LinkedIn. Okay. I'm ready. Yes. (laughs) Get a pen and pencil. (laughs) Your 
headshot, your profile picture. Okay. So you need to have a professional headshot. It can't be a group post. No or selfies? No selfies. Shoot. I'm so sorry. And most of us already have professional headshots. Either your brokerage did one for you or if you're on a team. Um, you honestly, went to JCPenney. Yeah. Yeah. What, glamour shots or what do they call it? Yeah, it yeah. used to be. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, directly from LinkedIn, profiles with professional headshots get 14 times more views than ones without. That's a huge, that's, huge difference. That's a big number. Just from one picture. Well, you want to do business with someone who seems professional, that you can trust, right? That yeah. looks trustworthy. Yeah, you could put a face to the name. Exactly. And you're not getting catfish. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, your cover photo. Okay. Lizzie, do you have a cover photo on I, your I do. Facebook? I do. But on your Facebook. Oh, yeah. On the uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, duh. Everybody has one on Facebook, yeah. as I'm sure most of you guys do. It's my family. Yeah. So... But when you're using like your business professional, you know, Facebook profile, I know a lot, I've seen a lot of real estate agents and loan officers have like the name of their brokerage or the name of their team. But I would encourage you to elevate that a little bit more on LinkedIn. Okay. And I would say transfer that over to Facebook too is be, have that be your visual business card. Personally, if I want to get in contact with you, I can find a way to get in contact with you. But your clients should never or potential clients should never feel like they have to dig to find. Yeah, don't make it difficult for me to find your phone number. Exactly. So having a cover photo that has your phone number, email address, and potentially your website are great ways to have like that business card as your cover photo. Okay, and what is number Oh, yeah. The third thing is um, your bio. So your personal bio. LinkedIn is kind of, it's kind of like a dating profile. Like <laughs> you're looking at, <laughs> you're looking at, you know, why should I be working with this person? And Facebook, you don't really have a bio. Instagram, you can maybe do 200 yeah. characters. Mom, wife. Realtor. Dog owner. Minneapolis. But LinkedIn, <laughs> you actually get a lot of space to share your story, who you are. And my personal favorite is I saw this woman post five-star reviews in her bio. So that way, when I went on her profile, I the first thing I saw in her bio was all these five-star reviews, all these happy and so satisfied that she's the real clients. deal. She's the real deal. People enjoy working with her. You can tell that she's experienced. And... Okay, so Brooke, though, I'm still wondering, like, why do agents and LOs use LinkedIn compared to social media sites? Because isn't LinkedIn, like, I think of it, it's usually viewed for, like, looking for a new job or just getting out of college. Like, tell me the benefits. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually kind of why I think that LinkedIn is, like, such a valuable place for real estate agents to be on. You don't have to invest. That's also another nice thing about LinkedIn is you don't have to be investing as much time on LinkedIn as you do on Facebook. But when you're on there, make note of the job anniversaries, the the person that's just graduated from college, switching jobs, because these are the people that are going to be either looking to buy or sell and move up. Um, potentially the people that you saw that your friend just got a job in Seattle. Well, mm -hmm. what if you were to reach out to him, congratulate him on the new job and say, I know if you're moving out there, I know an amazing real estate agent out there. That's a quick way to get a referral fee. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like the easiest money that you can get as a real estate agent. And so um, another thing too is like if you notice that they're getting a new job or celebrating a work anniversary, it actually goes directly into your notifications 
So instead of having to scroll through, you're notified when somebody has a work anniversary. That's just a great way to just like stay top of mind and touch base with a client. Say, you know what? Like 10 years at 3M. That's insane. Like, great job, John. Like, So I'm not going to try to put you on the spot here. Yeah. But I kind of was eavesdropping the other day. And you were, well, you were having a conversation with one of your clients. And so... Oh, what is that? So I want to know, you were saying something about how you can farm on LinkedIn and I don't know that about that. And so I was wondering if you could tell me who, what you were exactly discussing. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, I've shared this with a few people. So this is kind of like your super secret. secret. (laughs) And okay. So yeah. Elaborate on that for me. I'm going to elaborate. Imagine you're sitting there looking at your LinkedIn front page when you first look log in. Yep. Go to the search bar. Got it. You search in a company and then you can see, first of all, how many of your connections work at that company, but then how many people on LinkedIn employees are on LinkedIn from that company. Okay. So that's the kind of information you can gather about a company. Can you give me a little bit like an example, real life example? Yes. So the real life example is this. Say you have a listing right next to North Memorial Hospital in Robbinsdale. Okay. And you're going to be doing an open house. A way to generate, you know, traffic to your open house is to go onto North Memorial Hospital on LinkedIn, see all the employees, and then you can actually send messages to each of those employees inviting them to your open house. So that's kind of a way to like geographically farm. And it's free. And it's free. So also let me elaborate on why it's free. Some of you may ask, well, don't you need Sales Navigator for that? Don't you need to pay the $70 a month for that? Right. I was wondering that. So you're not guaranteed to get into their inbox. If you you have to send them a connection request, basically like a friend request on LinkedIn, yep. and then you can include a little note. What I would say is, hey, like I would love to connect. I see that you work at North Memorial. I'm having an open house like on Thursday from 5 to 7, going to be light hors d'oeuvres. You know, stop by after work, bring a coworker. Wouldn't it be nice to live five minutes from where you work? So smart. And it's just, it's a free, easy way. It's also another, just another marketing tool to show your clients that you can be doing for them. So Brooke, earlier you were talking about how you were sharing that that we should be posting things on LinkedIn and you said you would share that at the end, towards the end of the podcast. So tell me, what is this? Okay. So (laughs) I've come up with an acronym on what you should be sharing. Okay. Spot on. Love it. Specific, professional, original, timely, on topic, and native. Explain that to me. So the first one, specific. It needs to be industry specific, whatever you post. So if you're a real estate agent, you should not be posting about Tesla's latest launch, rocket launch. (laughs) Um, That's You can save that stuff for Facebook and your own personal like social networks. But I would keep this professional. That's the second word. So keep it professional. I would not talk about religion or politics on LinkedIn. Okay. Original. So. Original content. Yes. So you do not need to be a columnist at the Star Tribune in order to be posting content on LinkedIn. But if you are posting a Star Tribune article on LinkedIn – then add your two cents. So when you're sharing it, say, check out this article about housing, you know, prices in 2020. I think 
this, 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 and this. Share your own personal insights. That way, when people are reviewing your content, they see, oh, you're a thought leader. You put time into, you know. They get to know kind of who you are as well, right? Yeah. They get to know who you are. They get to know your point of view on things. And they also see that you're well-informed on what's going on in the market. All right. What's T? Timely. All right. So timely. Make sure that you're talking about things that are happening now or in the future. Okay. I wouldn't be talking about the 1984 recession unless it had to do with some sort of um, like something relevant that you, that nowadays, but just make sure that it's timely. Don't live in the past. Don't talk about the, like the 2008 election, for example. Okay. Um, it needs to be on topic. That kind of goes back to, you know, it needs to be relevant. It needs to be specific. It needs to be about the industry that you are in. And then finally, it needs to be native. Explain that one to me a little bit. So native means that it's posted in the, on the platform. Okay. So, so for example, my videos that got 20,000 views, they were posted from my phone directly onto LinkedIn via the mobile app. I didn't upload the video to YouTube and then post the YouTube on LinkedIn. Got it. So what this does when you're posting natively is that it boosts your post to the very top because they want to promote the like the native content. Makes sense. And since it's a video, um, that obviously is going to get more engagement as well. I guess that's not an obvious statement, but video does tend to get more engagement because it's kind of a, it's a finger stopper. So when you're scrolling through a feed, it's like the same old. Okay, it's the same articles. It's the same. Right. You know, boom, right. boom, 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 boom. Oh, a video, huh? wonder what that is. Look at it. Oh, it's something interesting. Well, stuff like that. Also sharing picture, like videos of your listings, your open houses, things along those lines really draw people in because people just love to see cool houses. You know, people love to see how other people I, yeah, live. I, yeah. hundred percent. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for sharing a little bit of your expertise today. And as always, we will link our information in our show notes. So please subscribe, rate and review, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. 